good. <laughs> good morning. Hopping? What? Is Chris hopping on? I don't know. Maybe not. Probably not. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, what did you guys, did anybody have any topics in mind for today, this morning? No? Are you saying something? My computer frozen or are you guys? <laughs> Mine's a little no. slow. Computer's fine. Okay. No, I was just, I don't know. If, did, did anybody have any topics in mind or no? Oh, I heard what you said. I just didn't have anything to say. Yeah, same here. <laughs> okay. No, I didn't know if you guys heard. I didn't, I didn't know. That. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. kind of funny. This would be like exact same. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. Connor, is there any uh, space or? Um, no, I apologize. I was blow drying the hair. Oh, very nice. <laughs> it is so blow driven. Yeah, that's good. Uh, innovation topics. Are we talking large scale? Like, um, I know uh, uh, eventually we want, we want to, like this to form into something that we can actually kind of create, like eventually turn into like a little small side project, you know? Um, I think then we should talk about like uh, giving back, like uh, um, philanthropic kind of things. So I think that's where you can solve it and it goes aligned with our business values. Values as a team. And philanthropic and also being able to be sustainable at the same time. So like how what would like the revenue stream for that be as well? And it's not be not time. even money, it's time. <laughs> it would be time for now. Yeah, I know, but like in order to like every nonprofit entity is sustainable because it has revenue streams, whether that's donations or creating uh or selling products or services of their own yeah, yeah but i don't think we need to worry about that yet you know we can just talk about ideas okay we can always partner with a charitable organization it's not like we have to create it from scratch you're right what do you guys have in mind i can tell you in san diego there's a lot of homeless people but same time well i would say within homeless it's mental health problems um that put them in a position that they can't get a job, nor are they very hireable. And most of the time they don't want a job. So I don't know what the solution would be there. I'm trying to think of the world problems that I see. Um, other than that, our, our environment's going to shit. And that's like around the world. That's more on the large scale. So I don't know how we would get involved there. Northern California still has wildfires going on. And Australia. I thought they were out. Or like for the most part, after the rains last week. Did we get them? Did we get them, you Aussie Aussie? One innovation call. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it took. What do we got next? Let's go. 
Heather, I know you're bringing the energy, dude. Your hair is combed clean. Your your mind is in the right place. Yeah, you look like you showered take already. Over. Yeah, of course I showered before this. <laughs> what do you mean? You gotta start the day after this. It's gonna be eight o'clock. Uh, so yeah, honestly, I didn't I didn't really come that prepared. But you brought up a good <laughs> you brought up a good um like topic like the whole i mean right now that's like a huge and rightfully so like you know climate change and the environment and like there's a bunch of companies stemming out from that that are like you know we're making like recyclable blah blah like park benches and shit and so it's like it, it would definitely be a space that would be like you know giving back but also can be pretty or very profitable and like Especially, you know, you have a good story behind your company. I feel like those companies like really thrive. So, I mean, there's definitely a lot of areas that aren't even started on yet. So, that's not a bad thing to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, there's a lot of research that shows that the overwhelming majority of millennials like really care about the brands that they're buying from and the stories behind them. And more and more people, like especially younger people, are buying because of this. I mean. It isn't a huge surprise to us, but buying because of like the social values of a brand and not just like the value of the product. So it's definitely like a, you know, a somewhat safe space to be going into just because there's like the overwhelming majority of young people in the way that the world is moving. Um, you know, that's like something they value when they're making a purchasing decision. Is that why you just bought Tom's? I oh. did just buy Tom's, but I also... I like the social part of it, but they also had the best shoes. They had the look I wanted. So. See that, and and for anyone that loves the brand, good. for anyone that loves the brand, it's a reflection of the individual buying it. Mm-hmm. So it's a way to show your values to the world. And our generation definitely cares more so than ever before, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Now we just need more purchase power. And with these on selling T-shirts, we could like have a meaningful slogan behind a t-shirt and donate. I won, give one. Who's it go to? You'll never know, but you'll know you did a good deed. Buy one, give one. (laughs) Buy one, give one to your neighbor. Yeah, just don't specify. We just, first person we see out the door, we just give a t-shirt to. Buy one, get one. Very nice. Can we start a charity around like smiles? Something that's not even tangible, but like take donations. Because a smile can can better anyone's day. During college, uh, my fraternity did this um, one event every year. It's called like Random Acts of Kindness, and there's like a list of like fifty different tasks that we randomly like got assigned to go do, and whether it was just like go pay for somebody's laundry when they're about to do laundry, or help somebody like carry their groceries, or something like that. Um, and then you'd like take a photo of yourself doing it for proof, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how tangible that is, but dude, that brings up a really good point. Cause now there's these theories out that it's like the downside to our generation is that we can't give back. We can't donate clothes or food to homeless or to people in need without capturing it on like a picture or a video to share it. And then at that point, are you doing it for selfish reasons for like branding yourself? Cause I'm definitely guilty of it in the past with gentleman care. 
Um, and I remember starting to read about it. I was like, damn, I don't want to be that person either. But that's a fine line. That's yeah. definitely our generation than having technology and ideally hoping to influence others to do better. But then there's always going to be that dick in the room that's like, you're doing it to enhance your own brand. So if you are... Like that's not like that's not a good reason to be doing it, but like at the end of the day, if it's also helping other people, like maybe it's not the worst thing. Because I totally agree with you, Connor. Like I hate that person too, but like if the help is still there and also they're branding themselves, it's definitely a fine line. Because like as a business, it's smart to you know to to walk that line and to to show people you know in order to sell. As long as like, I think it just comes down to like, as long as the good is still being done too, and it's not just like superficial, then maybe that's, you know, more the line. And you can also, Agreed. In a, you can also in a sense, like, look at it, like it would be, it's better to tape it and put it on there because the more people can see and then be inspired to do it, you know? So there, obviously I think it goes, uh, like you said, Number one, if they actually do it or if it's just for the video. And number two, it's like how they give if, you know, they're actually genuine and like doing it. Not like, hey, check out what I'm about to fucking do right now. Like, you know, yeah. So Also, like keeping the humanity is a big part too. You know, not like, oh, I'm helping all these people who are, you know, like just these lowly people who need my help. But like when you are like, if you are going to like display what you're doing, like, still value in like their dignity doing it in a way that still values their dignity and their humanity right not like just like a selfie with you know a homeless person on the street that's like really like kind of you know show putting you above them but doing it in a way that shows the humanity in everybody i love that like how high-end salons and salons all, all over the world now are like once a month or a couple times a year they'll go out to like homeless shelters and where usually they charge you a hundred to three hundred dollars for a haircut like they give them for free to these people because a haircut as i'm sure everyone in here can agree when you get a nice haircut there's a whole new confidence that comes out there's a touchy subject in our house yeah oh god who got a bad haircut recently austin needs a haircut he hasn't got his haircut in like four months probably oh gosh dude just do it i've made that mistake too waiting too long and like damn i can comb my hair behind my ears we passed that a long time ago (laughs) oh gosh (laughs) he's getting into ricky stanzi zone but i don't know who that is but i was gonna say like uh yeah like benefiting from doing something like uh charitable whether it's like posting to improve your own image or getting some other like tangible benefit from it. Yeah, maybe us four can go out and do things out of the kindness of our heart. Um, but like, if we're gonna create an organization that is going to do this and grow and in a capitalist society where we're gonna incentivize people to go out and do a good thing as well, there needs to be some sort of incentive, whether that's allowing them to post it on social media and build their own brand or what other side benefit it has. Like, Aaron, you still got a pair of shoes, even though you donated a pair of shoes when you bought a Tom. Like, that's a good point. Yep. Mm-hmm. I yeah, bought like, Tom's too, so it's, yeah. it's both of us. For sure. Also yeah, just. They have good slippers too. Heather, do you have any Toms? 
Um, I don't, don't want to be part of the solution. So action items, <laughs> header. <laughs> I, I would, but um, you know, I don't want to take away from the, the kids. Yeah, they don't it's go. Not how it works? Then take away. Away from the kids. So that would be. <laughs> That would be a smart model. Like either you buy two pairs and they stay, <laughs> they both go to the kids, or you buy one and they <laughs> take it away. That actually be funny as hell, though. <laughs> so okay, there's this company in Chicago, and I'm just trying to figure out like how we could potentially work this in. But and I don't even know if they're still around anymore. But it was called Pretentious Pocket, and it was pocket squares. So obviously like really high margin products, but they use good fabric, but they would sell these for like 90 to $120 per pocket square. And like the whole point was like, you went to the website and it was like the world's biggest douchebag, like wealthy dude wrote it out. And they even go, they like exaggerated out, but people bought it like crazy. Cause the second you give them like this different experience than they're used to. Um, but I'm just thinking like, within like <laughs> you, you buy a pair of shoes and two go to, you know, charity or like giving back, you don't even get a pair of shoes. You know, like we mail you a, a, an empty shoe box. <laughs> and from a, from a branding perspective, like ma still mailing them something so that they can take a picture of it, you know, and post that. And then like, you know, just recognizing how people are that they're going to want to, you know, often, post something to show what they're doing that's just you know kind of human nature anymore um, could you imagine having a cool empty. box yeah like that people would take a picture of and it's an empty shoe box like so mm -hmm. glad these came in today mm -hmm. like everyone would be so confused like you'd build curiosity like no other definitely i know then uh honestly if you like really did a beautiful like labeling on the on the box and like it had like People would like search it, like, what are these shoes? Why are people posting? Like, you know, you get like one celebrity to do it. Boom. That would be like the fucking square or whatever that those people posted from the fire festival. You guys saw that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the during, shit that we go on the Ellen show. During One Funnel Away, uh, Russell Brunson sends you this box of a bunch of different, there's like a book in there, an MP3 player, and like a bunch of different things. And he has this promotion or this contest like during one funnel away where you are supposed to record yourself like and the funnier and more enthusiastic the better opening the, the box and i don't know it's just like it's another form of advertising marketing and uh yeah also some incentive based but yeah so cool boxes like there wasn't anything of huge value in that box but like no yeah Except for just a big box and you open it and you see click funnels cool. and you're like, it, it excites you. Yeah. It was Getting anything that excites a person. Wrapped. Yeah. Everybody likes like the box. That's why we almost went, when we did our t-shirt, when we sent out our holiday t-shirts, we almost went with padded envelopes. But they're like, no, nah, people want a box. Let's splurge and get the box. Well, it was 25 cents more per box. Yeah, times like we dropped a full in twenty bucks on boxes. Yeah, you guys like? Oh, that's good. So I'm gonna throw the the boomerang out of right field. So I don't know where it's gonna go, but I was watching MSNBC, like whatever their fucking business entrepreneurship like channel is, 
um, over the weekend. And there was this one where it's like, it's these um, investors, angel investor group, and they go, they try to find the most innovative like tech companies that are really helping the world. And just something that, that blew my mind, makes total sense. I don't know why I haven't seen it yet, but is that there's these machines. So, you know, the, the um, Roomba like vacuums that just vacuum and clean like hardwood floors. Whenever you're gone, it runs from an app has like a charging base, They're, like circular for the most part. So imagine that, but for your yard and it waters it. But the beauty is, is this works with people that live in like Southwest and down South where they don't get much rain because you use a mere fraction of the water because it, it literally calculates exactly, it's putting just enough on each piece. Um, so just like literally, it's like that Roomba, probably like twice the size going around your yard and it can fertilize it. It can tell you like the quality of it. Um, and it goes back and charges itself and fills itself up with water. So I just think that was something random, but I've never seen that or heard of it, but it's so smart. That's such yeah. like a, almost like a too simple of an idea. I'm like, wow, like how could someone not have thought of that before? But it's such a good idea. Right? Like water is expensive as hell. I don't know if you guys have looked at your water bills yet, or maybe it hasn't hit yet. Cause we didn't start seeing we just them until got our like first one. Yeah. I think yeah, California like is months. worse than any, anywhere in terms of water prices. Right. Uh, yeah. potentially. I know they have, no, like, I mean, there's a lot of Southwest. Right? I mean, I would say potentially like, there's gotta be like even potentially Scottsdale, Phoenix, mm -hmm. but yeah. Anyway, long story short. Yes. I didn't realize the state of California is the third largest economy in the world. Wow. Really? I don't know how they, they have that. I've seen it twice and I saw it on, um, I don't know if it was LinkedIn or I'll find it again. But I don't even know what that means. Yeah. So you guys would have to help me unpack that. New York, a lot of things Chicago, that LA. A lot of money comes out of LA. Yeah. And then Silicon Valley now too. Wait, mm -hmm. does Silicon Valley encompass LA? No. No. So Silicon Valley is San Francisco, San Jose, and San Clemente, I believe. Okay. It's like this J shape. San Francisco is the top of the J, and then it goes down to like San Jose, where it kind of goes offshoot. So about a year ago, I kind of had this idea that it was like this somewhat small, like way smaller than a city, like just like an actual valley that like <laughs> people were actually from the TV show. Yeah, I think it's the TV yeah. show because they. I know. I love that opening scene, show. like the cartoons with all the uh, different companies like popping up, it's like Game of Thrones, but corporate style. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, how do we maximize the nine minutes of innovation? Now that we're all warmed up, we've been on the bike, we're warmed up now, we're hitting the big lift. What's the big lift? What's the innovation that's going to change the world? It could be so dumb, so out there, but sometimes those are the best ideas. I think we should start a book club but for television and people watch a tv show say like this month we're doing the office and we all just watch an episode of the office and then convene in an online platform and discuss it and it's fun and there's maybe a uh trivia night at the end of the season or something like that community-based community building it's something we, we have the capability of doing. But yeah, eventually we want to put out more wildfires like we did last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
I mean, that could definitely work. There, I feel like everybody I know watches a good amount of TV. And yeah. uh, I think I'm like the only person that hasn't seen The Office that I know. I'm sure you guys. Oh, dude, you're just missing another action item. At all. Yeah, for real. Like, dude, just do yourself a favor. Talk you to normal people. Get any of Aaron's gifs. <laughs> I, yeah. I get some of them, but uh, you know, I have to think I about. I feel the same or, way, Heather, about a lot of things. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm always out of the loop. I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. Like, I'm always out of the loop of a lot of things. When it comes to well, that. I purposely won't start Game of Thrones because I know how everyone's like, I'm addicted to it. I, it's like 40 days of content if you start from season one. I did that last year and it was, I watched it all in like three months. Yeah, that's, that's what I don't want to do. I don't have self That's what I'm saying, exactly. I have to yeah. keep myself away from that shit because I know I'll get addicted. Yeah. I don't have self control. I know. It's awesome, though. You don't have to, for the, like, the next few months, if you start Game of Thrones, you don't have to worry about going out, like, uh, hanging out with Exercising, friends. eating yeah, healthy. Exercising, you know, you just... Showering, <laughs> rainy you days water. Yeah. Affect you, anymore. you can stay in your room for a month. <laughs> not a lot of stuff that Be gives happy. me anxiety. Be happy, the top of the world. There's not a lot of things that give me anxiety, but that <laughs> picture you just painted for me definitely did. I don't... I, don't. Better, I have this crazy theory that after some of your... The, the hardcore adversity that you dealt with when your back got all fucked up and you laid in your bed for like 24 hours straight. I feel like that's probably where the anxiety might have rooted. <laughs> now that I, you can move. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that. That sounds fucking horrible. I honestly didn't – I've never really watched TV like that. But when I do watch a show, I get addicted so fast. Mm. Like I have, no, I have no chill. Like somebody should make one episode of the era like when I was in college and I was like, oh, damn – one more, one more, one more. And then I was like fucking skipping class almost damn near to like watch it. I'm like, yeah, I can't trust myself. So I know my weaknesses. I have no, no <laughs> willpower. Back in corporate world, there was always a nice escape to just like find a window to watch a little Netflix or something. It's pretty fair. Yeah. But I think now works a lot more fun you know so like like i have a higher value of my time i think in terms of like yeah it's more fulfilling for sure because we're all dealing with questions and shit that there's a good chance we've never had to deal with before like it's problem solving (laughs) at its finest (laughs) sometimes it's good sometimes it's not systems allow us to not have to deal with them too many times but Aaron, it looks like there's a truck with its headlights pointing at you. <laughs> it's like the reflection. I know, I know. Well, my face was super red in the other chair, so I'm, I just moved over, but this is what I got. <laughs> it's your neighbor, Bill. He's still trying to meet you in a weird way, Aaron. <laughs> I'm going to get my headlights out early. I like watching it get lighter on my screen. We're not going to get the sunrise today. It's a little foggy, but looks like the sun you already got you, Heather. What was that? Looks like the sun already got there. It's working yeah, out kind of. I mean, I, it just looks a little bit brighter than it actually is. Oh. There's still, there's a lot of snow on the ground, so it's like kind of a reflection, you know? 
Mm. Mm. I'd always get headaches in Iowa. Like in the winter, if I didn't have sunglasses and it was sunny and there was snow in the Really? Yeah, straight up. Like everyone in my family, too much light definitely gives us. Is that because uh, you have like lighter eyes? I heard the like lighter eyes get. I haven't even looked at I have as dark brown eyes, I think, as you can get. Oh, really? Pretty close to. You're, yeah, you're pretty close uh, to. You, picture, you must have edited that. You look like you have green eyes. Are there? I mean, they're green. It depends on what I'm wearing. Yeah, if I'm wearing like a gray or a neutral color, they're more green. Okay. So you got like hazel eyes? Hazel, but my driver's license is brown. But I think most people say they're green. Ever since I watched Twilight, I went into a tattoo parlor and said, what can you do? <laughs> Very nice. You guys want, how do you guys want your eggs? Scrambled. Over easy? Scrambled. Yeah, Is over easy a... today. So I got to dip some toast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't done this in a long time, truthfully. I realized I... Making eggs? Like... I thought everyone dipped toast, you but I guess that's not a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Is it? Okay. It's just that, like, I think most people have evolved into making breakfast sandwiches because that's all in one, you know? Oh, yeah. Nobody does convenience like meat. bacon, eggs, like that. toast. Why not just put it all together? Yep. But some people like it separate. Some people like to use pork and knife. I don't know. Aaron, how do you feel about it? You, you didn't. I that. like to dip my toast, but I guess that's juvenile, so <laughs> <laughs> haven't evolved quite that far. Have you ever done an egg in the hole? It's where you cut a hole in a piece of toast and break an egg into the middle and cook it in the pan. I've never done that, but I've no seen way. It. Yeah, it's amazing. A little That's butter in the bread. Yeah. Have you ever done an egg avocado where you do like half an avocado and you crack an egg in it and put some cheese on top, put it in the oven? No, that sounds delicious though. It's so good. Can you guys uh, make that for your cooking for two? Yeah, continue to follow us, and we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Um, okay. If you guys can put that egg recipe on there, then maybe I will continue. We don't, have a recipe. We don't really need a recipe for it. You just crack an egg and have avocado, put some cheese and some pepper on top. I want to see some story highlights on that page, <laughs> how you guys made everything. I know we need to be we always just like take a picture at the end and then we want we don't even post right away because we want to like eat it and then I have like five pictures I haven't posted yet yeah (laughs) we need to be more strategic about it uh, new creator studio with that like that lets you schedule posts isn't that what it's called thanks yeah I mean we can just schedule from Hootsuite. Hootsuite, too. Hootsuite, but I'm telling you, I highly recommend Planoli. I know customers like it. Um, What's it called? Planoli. And I think they have a free version now. But what's nice is it allows you to see, um, like, to see your feed. So, like, all the big influencers, brands that, like, really care about what does their feed look like, um, like, Eamon should, they always use Planoli. Because you oh, can, like, cool. you have all your posts go up there, and then you can organize them. And I know, like, all the girls out here do it. Um, if you have the creative eye. I feel like I don't have as much of the creative eye. 
I'd rather just upload, but it definitely looks prettier. Yeah, that's cool. So what, I, I guess I thought that uh, Facebook was just coming out with something to replace that because. And they might already have it. You just have to log into Facebook and then yeah, check studio. I don't know if that's a feature they already have, but that's what they advertised right when it came out. They can schedule. Okay. All right, you guys want to hop right into this scrum? Just kidding. Pretty much. I mean, if not, not like this, that yeah. it forces us awake at least one day a week, you know? Oh, I did you guys finish extreme ownership? Almost done. I have like okay. an hour left, maybe. Yeah. Because, yeah, in the last, in the last part they just like recap a lot of it um and one of the biggest things is like wake up at four or wake up at 5 a.m and it's all a discipline regardless of like how you're feeling if you're sick if you went out the night before that's like what they what literally separates out of all the navy seals like even the top 20 percent. and it's because your day you, you you have a finite amount of time the only way to get more time and to be able to do more things like get time to work out get time to go play with your dog um is you wake up early because you're adding new hours to your day that no one else gets and it takes discipline to do that and it was like just his words and how he words it and says it i'm like fuck i gotta get back on the grind um so anyway hopefully that potentially influences but it always feels good when you get up early and then <coughs> you wake up it, it sucks for the first minute do you guys have any hacks for waking up early um, plan out my day and write something like exciting that I'm going to do in the morning. So, and then like right before I go to bed, I just think about that and it gets me excited to get up. Like, you know, it's like get on Christmas. You're like, it's pretty easy to get up at like 3 a.m. Cause you're like, I'm going to open all these puzzles. Just like doing something fun in the morning. I don't know. Something you enjoy. Hell Yeah. And what I love there is you have the next day planned out the day before. And that's something that's changed my life in the last year. So I know all the big fucking self-development people always talk about it. And then when you start doing it, you realize like something crazy happens when you're sleeping. Yeah, I feel like you can sleep better because you, you already, you got it all out of your mind. But then when you wake up, you already know exactly what's going to happen. So as long as you wake up early, you own the day. I feel like if I wake up late, I'm reacting to the day. Calls are coming in, emails are coming in, but I didn't get, my workout, good fist, meditation, and, you know, prior, and then write out my day. Yeah, I really good about that. We know, uh, definitely need to improve upon that, but those are really good tips, and I'm going to try them out. I've been uh, trying to plan out my days better, but I like the idea of something to look forward to first thing in the morning, whatever that might be, because if you're just waking up, it's just to know you're just going to jump on your computer and just dive right into work. That's appealing to especially oh, no. that's only torture. <laughs> you never yeah, never tie it in your mind and I feel like it takes time to do it. But you don't <laughs> want to tie work with like work. Like remembering the bigger picture why. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, what's what's deeper? We're growing a business together as a team. You have way more freedom than maybe like <laughs> the past life. Um, we're able to help more people. We have more control over our lives, living the freedom lifestyle. Um, whatever means the most to you, tying it in. 
Because when you start tying things to emotions, that's how you can get out of bed early. It excites you. Day one. Day one check. Let's see how we do tomorrow. All right. We're having another one of these tomorrow at 7.30, so. <laughs> we might have to. Wake up for last week's. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, so. All right. All right, well. Well, it's good again. Woo! Do we, yeah. I guess we'll message in Scrum here shortly because yeah. I don't have my list out. I'll see you at work. All right, yeah. see you guys at work. All right. Bye, guys. All right, <laughs> let's get it today. Energy, boom. <laughs>